All right, Daniel. Let's uh, begin here. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Movies and Brews, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan. Sitting across from me here is Supersonic Daniel. I'm Supersonic. Ding, 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 ding. However the song goes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're here to talk the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and what is it? What's it? does he have a catchphrase? Go and get it. I'm going to eat a chili dog. I, I don't know. Sonic's catchphrase. He's got tood. Hmm. All right. Boring. Boring. Doesn't he have one, though? Like, I'll, I'll see you back. I'll be back. He's got something. I feel like he probably has a catchphrase. All right. Well, I screwed up that joke. All right. Let's, uh, let's go. Let's go on here. Okay. Let's move it along. All right. Well, before we get started, Daniel, let's talk about what beer we're drinking this week. All right. So this week was Jordan's week to bring a beer for beer and tell. So Jordan, what'd you bring us? This week I brought Hopworks Urban Brew Pal IPA, which I don't think we've had this one on the show before. I don't think this is their standard IPA either, but yeah, it's a delicious one though. I really like it. It smells delicious and tastes delicious. Mm. But yes. Ooh. Got to clear all that sparkling water out of my mouth. Delicious, though. I like it. And Well, let's get into some movie news here. What do you got for us this week? So I got a lot of little things and a couple really big things. So first, I'm going to start with, we'll do trailers last. because, but So first we have Rick Moranis is confirmed to star in the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids reboot, which is his first movie in 20 years. Crazy. So that's pretty exciting because it wasn't until like it was rumored and people had hoped, but it wasn't until, you know. He's not doing a little giant sequel? No. No. That's why I like that's pretty cool, especially first movie in 20 years. And Mick Moranis, great actor. I mean, at this point, he was in all three of the other ones. He So basically, he is this franchise. Yeah. So next, we also have a. This is for an untitled movie, but we have casting that Michael B. Jordan, Christian Bale, and Margot Robbie are joining the director David O. Russell for a new drama that he's directing. And he's the one that he's the guy who did Silver Lining Playbook and American Hustle. Awesome. And it hasn't been confirmed if Jennifer Lawrence is going to be in it, even though she's been in his other movies. That'd but, be cool to add her to the cast. I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. You and, say, who was, who was the list? So Chris Pratt was, no. Who'd you say? Christian Bale. Christian, Margot Robbie. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, okay. Cool. Well, That's a loaded cast already. That's a good cast right there. So, yeah, that'd be awesome. Look and forward to that. Yeah, and you haven't seen Margot Robbie and Christian Bale be in a movie together. or any. I haven't seen any of these people together before. So, that's kind of interesting. I thought just because of the studied cast already for the unknown like name of the movie, I'm like, okay, I should mention that. Cause, good cast, good director. Yeah. Um, then we have aladdin live action sequel in the works and it is said to be an original script not the return jafar not the return or uh, the king of thieves because i'm gonna say it right now um if you think those movies were good you haven't rewatched them because i tried to watch king of thieves because my girlfriend and i had just watched aladdin uh the disney like the original disney one and we're like let's watch return jafar that was our favorite sequel and then we saw the trailer and just the animation quality is such a nosedive that we're just like no never mind we're not doing that wow uh, i guess it's been a, quite a while since i've revisited those two 
if you just watch the trailer, like, cause they have like little trailers on Disney plus you'll see. It's just, it does. It looks horrible. Hold up. <laughs> All right. So, but it's supposed to be uh original sequel and bringing back Will Smith genie as well. Cool. So in, kind of interesting to see how that turns out next. I just want to mention that Sony is reportedly, and this is just a rumor reportedly has a spider woman uh, movie in the works with a director already attached again this like is like animated movie or live action live action from the sounds of, well actually it's not confirmed it sounds like it's going to be live action but it could be animated because they do have a animated movie coming out because if it was the same team that brought us into the spider-verse heck yeah yeah that would i i don't know i'm kind of interested to see what this was because i would like more into the spider-verse types especially the animation so good was awesome but yeah it's reportedly i I need to watch that i haven't watched that in a while yeah overdue i've i've watched it a lot so i'm taking a break but yeah director michelle mclaurin who directed some of the game of thrones episodes and better call saul and with reportedly a star attached in the tomb raider reboot uh jessica drew so this is all still rumor. Like it's kind of interesting to have a rumor and also have a director and an actress attached, but you know, hopefully like this could be voice. I don't know. I don't know if it's live action. I kind of am hoping for more into the spider verse because that shit's awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And then last we have two teaser trailers that came out, but stranger things Four trailer came out. Heck yes. Which I didn't watch. I sent it to you just because I hadn't watched season three or most of season two disappointed daniel i know all right well yeah so that was a fun little tease i mean it confirmed what most of us suspected because with hopper i i know i know that ah, you've let yourself get spoiled it was hard it, like the day it happened like not even trying to like look at it They're like is hopper dead or alive i'm like fucking i guess i don't need to watch it <laughs> no you still should but yes it confirmed what we all suspected because, you know, there's a quick uh, after credit scene and they give a hand away when they say one line. Anyway, that was a fun little teaser, though. Looking forward to some more. Can't wait. All right. And then the last teaser, which was the big I was super about this teaser. Um, but we got the bat Dune teaser. Se- what? The Dune teaser. Is there a Dune teaser out? No, but that'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, damn. So what you're talking about. Damn. No, so we got Matt Reeves uh, posted screen test footage for uh, the Batsuit for his upcoming Batman movie. And while awesome. it is like kind of obscured, like it's in like a red backlighting or it's just red lighting. So it's kind of hard to see. But from what you get a glimpse of, like you see the back signal, you kind of get a sense for like the shoulders and stuff. And it looks more like armor than it does like a rubbery look that they have from like. Well, I guess he kind of has a rubbery look in the first Batman Begins before he gets like an armored suit in the second one. So it kind of looks similar to that. A little bulkier, though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was cool. I'm looking forward to seeing more footage and just a trailer in general. But it's cool that we got a little glimpse. Yeah. And one of the things that arose from the teaser was people were pointing out that the bat emblem looks like pieces of a gun put together. Oh, I didn't so catch that. A, so there's, well, I saw some people talking about they think it might be Joe Chill's gun, which is the person who kills Batman's parents. Interesting. 
So I'm like, oh, that would be pretty sweet. That would be really interesting. But yeah, no, like if you take a second look, it definitely like once you have the idea of like gun parts, it kind of looks like because it's a little uneven on sides, like how guns aren't perfectly symmetrical. But I don't know. So I thought that was kind of cool. And sorry, the last thing I forgot to write down, but we also did get the No Time to Die theme song. Oh, yeah. With the Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish is how I say it. I think that's how you say it. Eilish. Yeah, I know. 26, out of date. Yeah, I I listen to it. I I don't really know much of her music. I know she's popular, but yeah, I don't really know her music too well. But listen to the new Bond song. Had a nice feel to it. Yeah, it was very... I actually caught myself listening to it a lot, like the following few days, because I really enjoy... I really like melodic music and it was very melodic but also like with the backdrop of it being the james bond theme song like it definitely um i don't know like it's like how it feels it feels how the trailer felt it feels very slow melodic kind of like you know what am i trying to think of like eerie i don't know i can't think of the exact word that i'm thinking of but you get what i'm saying i I gotta say i liked it better than the sam smith song writing is on the wall which I actually went back and listened to that. I haven't listened to that song since I saw the movie in theaters, uh-huh. Spectre. And I actually liked the song better than I did a few years ago. Okay. However, I still like the new song better. And neither one of them touches Adele. So there's that. That's the only <laughs> thing. Like That's the thing that I was waiting for, like the highs. She set the bar high. I'm well, selling well, you. That's what I'm like was waiting for when i was listening to the new song i was waiting for like it to like hit high notes or something and then never did like the skyfall uh theme song but then i'm like well this is more of a somber tone so it stays somber throughout um so i don't know i'm excited to see the movie uh, i do dig the song i think it's a pleasant surprise to a lot of people that were worried about it but you know i don't know i liked it so okay. that's that's the one last thing I forgot to write down, but I need to mention. Oh, it. oh yeah, that's a good mention. Yeah, I, again, I listened to it a few times this week and quite enjoyed myself. All right, well, let's move on here, Daniel. Let's talk some other things we saw this week. Anything interesting? I know we both saw Klaus. Yes. Um, I guess I'll give honorable mentions. Um, I've had because Jordan has had some downtime. I've had some downtime. I'm recovering from a car accident, and I've had some downtime the last week or so. So I saw a few movies. So there's a theater nearby this week that's going to be playing starting Friday, Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go back and watch Dr. No and From Russia with Love. Okay. And I decided, you know, it's been a quite a while since I've seen this trilogy. So I sat down. I only watched about two-thirds of it. But I sat down and watched the first two Dark Knight movies. Nice. Haven't watched these in a few years, Daniel. And man, did it feel good to sit down and watch some Batman. I bet. I, I bet. loved it. I, I, I haven't seen Begins or Dark Knight in years it's probably been like eight years since i've seen either you know and it felt good i had actually because i was actually watching broken 99 with my girlfriend and their newest episode was talking it was specifically talking about memento and they're using it as a bit because this character was kept getting like tattoos to remind himself because they were literally doing a playoff memento and they talked about um That's christopher nolan super overdue to watch and in the in the show, they actually mentioned it. I didn't realize it, and I looked it up on IMDb. I'm like, are they just joking? I'm like, it's, it's a show. But I'm like, I didn't realize, like, Batman was his third movie. Like, he had two, like, kind of, like, indie hits, and then they just, he's like, I want to do Batman. I just, I thought he had, like, way more of a resume before he asked for Batman. Yeah, I feel like he, he did a couple short films. But yeah. yeah. Memento and Insomnia. And I think it's because... 
what he did was he had a low budget films that turned a dollar, at least um, I believe Insomnia did and made a profit. Right. So and all produced by Warner Brothers. And they just liked his visionary style enough in those that they were like, well, you know, we want to go a different direction. We don't want to go back to Joel Schumacher <laughs> well, that's cartoon the thing. land. So the last one was Joel Schumacher. Let's so give this guy a chance. So they're like, we funded these. He's a good director. And I think they're like, he can't possibly fuck it up more than that guy. Right. <laughs> I mean, Batman Begins is just amazing. It's what it's I love probably it. still my favorite Origins film. I love Origins films. Yes. That definitely. and Captain America, the first Avengers up there too. I yeah, but it's it's just a great movie. Just great cast of people. Um the score is just amazing. James Newton Howard did the score. Hans Zimmer up the mantle and did Dark Knight and Dark Knight Re- Returns or Rises, I mean. Right. And those are both great. I especially I love the Rises score. It's so dark and sinister. But yeah, it all started with James Newton Howard and that awesome score that he did for Begins. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I watched a couple Bond movies, watched a couple Batman movies. Uh, I went and saw a couple movies in theaters. There's a nearby theater that was playing some classics. One of them was True Romance, which I talked about last year. Great scene in theaters, though. Right. Love the cast. Good story. Another good story by Han- or a good score by Hans Zimmer as well, too. All right. Very memorable. I actually listened to that. It's good driving music for whatever reason. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, but I saw a movie that I'd never seen before, Daniel, called... Oh, wait. I was going to say that until after we talk Claws. Well, okay. We'll, we'll talk Claws then. Right now. Wait. Let me see if I got any others, too. I don't know, Jordan. You watched nine movies. Oh. Yeah. Other honorable mentions that I've watched this last week or so. Risky Business. I introduced that. All right. I introduced my roommate to that. She'd never seen it before. And she wasn't as big a fan as I am of that movie. I, however, love that movie. And I hope sometime we'll do a throwback episode on that movie. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> she wasn't as big a fan as I am. <laughs> Although there's some good parts she liked. <laughs> the other day when I left the house, too, I'm like, I'm going to run the store. Whatever you do, don't steal anything. <laughs> <laughs> She got it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> anyway. All right, Daniel. Uh, so we both saw a movie. I was assigned this movie, and you watched it too, it sounds like. Yeah. We decided to watch one of the Academy Award-nominated films for anima- Best Animated Feature, Klaus. Yes. And that is how you pronounce it, Klaus. Klaus. Not, not Klaus. Yes. Klaus. So, what'd you think? Uh, All right. So, yeah, we both watched this. I assigned it to you, but I'm like, I'm going to watch it anyway, because a lot of people were like, well, I wanted Howard Trainer Dragon to win. I didn't expect Toy Story 4 to win, and it won. And people are like, I saw more than anything else that people are like, Klaus should have won. I'm like, I should probably just watch this movie. We're outside of the season, the Christmas season, but I'm like, well, it's on Netflix. So let's check it out. Hour and a half. But it was great. I really enjoyed it. I did really enjoy the animation too. And especially like the world, like the town that they build with kind of like the, kind of reminds me of like the, uh, gothic art style of um crap (laughs) oh my god i can't think of his name why can't i think of names today but you know edward scissorhands tim burton tim burton yeah i don't know why i couldn't think of tim burton but it kind of like had like a gothic art style similar to like tim burton like the creepy children really made me think of tim burton like in his drawings and stuff you know so it kind of like some of the creepier aspects especially like i said the children kind of reminded me of like a gave me a Tim Burton feel, but overall I love the animation style and the story while I was like, you know, it wasn't like, I guess like, I mean, it was pretty like standard, like, you know, 
like holiday like lessons and stuff but i thought the animation just kind of bolsters it up like it's a really solid story with a with solid characters in the movie and i don't know i really really liked it a lot that's interesting that you would said a sound or look tim burtonish in animation I, I don't know for some reason i didn't find it that way like so i'm showing daniel a book here these are some of like his early drawings for like his um stop motion animated film vincent right and i, I don't know it, it didn't have that same feeling to me as I far mean, as animation style but that's interesting that you say that no it's just because like especially like with his weird like little children like with that he draws sometimes, like the like, especially the kids that are like essentially impaling a snowman, kind of made me think of mm-hmm. Tim Burton. Yeah, that, that yeah, that did kind of. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was a good film. Um, I wasn't blown away by it per se. Um, I think my choice for best animated feature this year was still Dragon Three, mm-hmm. even missing Link. But this was a fun film. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. So I'm in physical therapy right now mm-hmm. in my massage therapist was like we were talking about it and she was like oh my gosh i saw it three times over the holiday season wow so there's people out there that love it uh yeah i thought it was good i liked the little you know life story that we see happen yeah. it kind of had a i don't know we're talking about this earlier avatar-ish theme to it from goalie <laughs> kind of like oh go into this unknown world and then like end up being friends with the people and yeah when people try to remove you you're like no i'm staying behind with my people yeah no, but I, it, it was good though. I, I really enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought it was well done. I, d- I really did like this animation too. It, it, it's nice to see this kind of style still around. It doesn't all have to be Pixar. No, it doesn't. And I will always have a special place in my heart for like 2D animation, especially. It still like can be groundbreaking. Oh yeah. Well, that's and that's what I liked about um how I lo- how I lost my body. Right. That was great too, as far as the animation style, just different. Yeah. Than all the Disney Pixar stuff we see. But yeah, definitely an enjoyable film. And uh, yeah, if you want to check it out, it's streaming on Netflix. I like the voice casting too. J.K. Simmons's Claws was good. Yeah. And one of the things, well, I, I guess one of the things I wanted to mention was like, as I was watching this, I'm like, oh man, I'm definitely going to watch this next Christmas. Like, I feel oh, like yeah. this is going to be something I'm going to watch every season from here on out. Yeah. And I don't know. I, yeah, I just really loved it. I had a great time with it. Cool. So, yeah, I saw a classic film this week sure. playing in a nearby theater. So, yeah, I talked about True Romance. Mm-hmm. Well, they're playing another film, Daniel, that I went and saw before True Romance Uh-oh. called Footloose. <gasps> Kenny Loggins. Kenny right. Loggins? Who does that song? Oh, really? Same guy that does Danger Zone. I, had, I didn't actually know that. Yeah. Kenny Loggins. Fantastic. The town with no dancing. The town with no dancing. Yeah. I saw the 1984 film Footloose. And I, I got to say, Daniel, I had a good time watching this. I had never seen this before. Which blows my mind because one of, Footloose is one of our sister's favorite movies that Kylie used to watch it all the time. Which I'm like, I must have been at college by then because I have no recollection of her watching this movie over and over and over. <laughs> she did all the time. All right. But yeah, so I mean... Directed by Herbert Ross, who he hasn't done a movie in a while, but he he, he has 25 under his belt still. He did, um, right around Footloose time, he did a couple classic 80s. He did Footloose, he did The Secret of My Success with Michael J. Fox, Mm -hmm. My Blue Heaven, speaking of Rick Moranis. Oh, okay. 
True Colors with John Cusack. So, but yeah, he hasn't done a movie since Boys on the Side in 1995. But, you know, 25 films under his belt, though. Pretty good career. So I knew Kevin Bacon was in this movie. I had no idea, though, what the cast was until the credits are rolling. You got Kevin Bacon, uh, John Lithgow, Diane Weist, which I've only seen her, I think, in Edward Scissorhands ever. Chris Penn. A young Chris Penn is in this, which you know who he is? Yeah. Sean Penn's brother. A young Sarah Jessica Parker is in this, and Lori Singer. I gotta say, I had a good time watching this. Was it some? Was there a little bit of '80s cheese? Sure, but otherwise, oh yeah, nah, it was overall a pretty good, well-made movie, though. Uh, you know, aimed at teenagers, obviously, still, but it was still a good, well-made film. And maybe it's just the audience I was with. Everybody's laughing at the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was done, a couple of us applauded when he was done dancing in the. Uh, factory nice but yeah there's just some good parts i mean it was just a good time at the theater you know i had a couple couple beers some pizza and just had a good time at the theater and yeah good 80s music all throughout i mean there's some great funny parts too like when they're doing the uh game of chicken with the tractors yeah when he puts on the song hold on for a hero oh, okay. <laughs> i thought that was just hilarious one of my favorite lines though daniel in this whole movie was uh ariel girl the main girl in this you know she's Taking a liking to Kevin Bacon's character, her ex-boyfriend's trying to kind of win her over, win her back. Mm-hmm. And the best line he's got for her is like, I treated you decent, didn't I? <laughs> like, come on. Like, <laughs> like wow. really? Yikes. Trying to win your girl back and that's the best you got is, oh, well, you know, I treated you like a decent person, didn't I? Try again. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> I, I, I think that was actually probably the part I laughed out loud the most in. There was a couple gals sitting next to me and, they buffed it out too. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. But I, I really liked um, Kim Bacon and Chris Penn. Yeah. I liked both of them in this quite a bit. Like right. the good sequence too when he's teaching Chris Penn how to dance. Mm-hmm. And John, I had no idea John Lithgow was in this at all. But yeah, seeing him as the dad of the, you know, the pastor of the town and everything like that. It's good. Anyway, had a good time. Footloose, 1984. Footloose. Footloose. Good 80s music all throughout. Yeah. No, it's a fun movie. I haven't seen it in years. Why don't we move on here, Daniel? And let's get into our... Supersonic. Supersonic movie. Yes. Let's get into our movie on tap. Sonic the Hedgehog. So, Daniel, I don't know. You want to talk about the... I think most people know kind of what happened as far as they put out a trailer that was horrible looking. The character was horrible looking. Yeah. We all saw that trailer. And the trailer itself, even if it was like the new redesign, it still would have been a bad trailer. Really bad trailer, yeah. <laughs> Horrible trailer to begin with. Then the uh, character design of Sonic himself was like, eh. It was grotesque. Well, even remember that um, teaser poster, too? Just looked really cheese and cheap. Yeah, it didn't look good, and people were it looked like, like high schoolers de- designed it. I don't know who designs these posters nowadays. But not a good poster either. But uh, yeah, so the... The studio listened to fans complaining on the internet and was like, you know what? Let's make him actually look like the character. Let's uh, listen to what they're <laughs> Crazy saying. Crazy idea. Uh, yeah. Let's service our fans. How about that? Yeah. So, yes, we got our new, newly redesigned Sonic. And, yeah, when they put out that trailer, what, November for his with his new look, I was like, okay, that's Sonic right there. Not only did they get the redesign way better, but the trailer actually made sense. And, like, it looked like how it should be looking. It looked like a fun little family movie. So. Not Gangster's Paradise playing before he's while he's stretching before he's about to run. Oh, gosh. 
I don't even remember that. I almost want to go back and watch that trailer real quick. I don't even remember it. Ugh, it's terrible. I rewatched them both today. I'm like, this is much better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yes. Written by Patrick Cosi and Josh Miller. Directed by Jeff Fowler. Starring Ben Schwartz as Sonic's voice. James Martin, which I didn't even recognize him for whatever reason in this movie. Cyclops. Yeah, it did not even occur to me that he was Cyclops until I was looking up the cast list later. Yeah. Jim Carrey. I have to recognize him. Ace Ventura. Of course. Tika Sumter. Which I'm not sure who she is. but So what were your overall just going in? And, I mean, we kind of died better going in already. We were definitely yeah. blown away. Or not, more impressed by the second trailer like everybody else. Right. So I guess besides like the... Our initial horror reaction to what Sonic looked like the the first trailer to the redesign and the new trailer, which was just better in all accounts. Um, so going in, I was just like, okay, I'm excited to see what's happening. It's obviously like I was never like a like I never had a Sega. We never. I don't think we ever had a Sega. We had a Super Nintendo. No, we we had Super Nintendo in the house, and then we jumped from that to Xbox. Yeah, exactly. So Sonic was never in my wheelhouse, but they're also. When I was growing up, they had a Sonic cartoon. So I do remember watching that. So that's my most, like, you know, Sonic, like, background I have. So I'm not, like, a huge, like, diehard fan of Sonic. But I know who he is. He's in all the Smash Bros. games. He's in a lot of crossover games with Nintendo. Like, you still know who Sonic is. Um, So going into it, I was just like, you know, like, this looks, I mean, video game movies, historically, not great. Um, so I'm just like, hopefully it just, the Super Mario brother movie in the nineties. That was amazing. Exactly. But like, you know, we've had detective Pikachu last year, which I was a fan of. So I'm just like, hopefully it's just fun. I know it's not going to be like the best movie I've ever seen, but I was expecting some fun. And what I think I got was pretty fun. Not as impressed as I had hoped for, but overall, like I had a, a fun time watching it. And I feel like, you know, if I was a kid, I'd be loving it. Yeah, I remember seeing too many kids in my audience. I went yesterday, which it was a holiday, so a lot of kids off school. But I went and saw an XD, and in my row, there was only me and another couple that was probably in their mid-20s. Really? So, yeah, which was awesome because they were quiet and just watched the movie. Well, I was actually, and mine, I went to XD, too, because I'm like, less kids. And then I picked a seat that was kind of off by itself when i bought the tickets and then i come in and there's just a whole row like bookended with two parents but like four or five kids yikes but they didn't make a sound oh good i'm like oh that probably means they were engaged in the movie because it was a good child movie that and probably some parenting some good parenting <laughs> being put together but yeah i was just lost like, sur- art <laughs> surprised i'm like there's like five kids right next to me i didn't hear anything i didn't hear any kids except for like when they were laughing you I'm know, good. so I'm like, good, oh, good, good, cool, awesome. <laughs> like, yes, because I yeah. wasn't even sure. Like going in, I'm like, I actually like was thinking today. I'm like, was that movie PG-13 or was it just PG? And it is just PG, so I'm like, okay, this is like as kid friendly as it gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, going in, I mean, I didn't have like super high expectations, or wasn't like, oh my gosh, can't wait for this. Did think that first trailer very cheesy. Yeah. New new trailer, okay, I'm on board. But yeah, was well, not like, oh my gosh, dying to see this or anything. But like Daniel said, we had super grown-ups. So we we're if more into Mario Kart. Yeah. Which one's the Mario Kart? When's the... There's a Mario movie coming out next year. Is there? Yeah. Fully but, animated. But are they going to play Mario Kart in it, though? 
How awesome would that be if there was actually a scene where they do racing? Uh, that'd be pretty sweet. That would be the shooting shells at each other. How awesome would that be? Uh, that would be pretty fun. Okay, hopefully they do that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, overall, I thought this was a pretty fun movie. Uh, did it, did it have some pretty cheese parts in it? Sure, cheese dialogue, sure. But overall, it was fun and enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. If you've got kids, I say take your kids to it. I think they're gonna have a good time watching it. Um, yeah, it's funny you mentioned uh, Pokemon earlier from last last year's Pokemon. Right. I gotta say, overall, I liked Pikachu, voiced by Ryan Reynolds as a character better than Sonic. However, the Sonic movie was way better than Pokemon. Oh, see, I thought the Pokemon movie was better than Sonic, but like I said, I have that nostalgia to I have that oh, to gosh. lay back on. Really? Yeah, I enjoyed oh, I enjoyed gosh. both of them, but I think I enjoyed uh, Detective Pikachu more than movie Sonic. Movie to movie, I Sonic way above Pokemon, but right. but, uh, but again, I, I liked Ryan Reynolds' character as Pikachu quite a bit. Right. And I thought Ben he, Schwartz as Sonic was really good. I liked him as he kind of like encapsulates like the manic energy of Sonic, and I think was from oh Parks and Rec. Yeah, he's in part. He's in a lot of comedy driven stuff. But yeah, he had a Bob's Burgers. Oh yeah, Is that a thing. It was actually it was really funny. Yeah, he's in BoJack Horseman too. Yeah, he's in a lot voice wise. So yeah, it does a lot of voicing. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Yeah. Um, trying to care. Pretty simple story. Yeah, yeah, literally, like, the story is... Mad scientist wants... Well, which, it starts out with such heavy tragedy right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, which, well, that was kind of cool. That was starting out in his world on some other island out in the universe. Right. I thought that was pretty fun to watch. Which makes me want to see more of that, like, in a sequel. Which I wonder if we will. But who knows? Probably I mean, not. Because they always want to involve humans. I know. I know. It's like, just give me the creature. Like Godzilla. I just want to see Godzilla and his friends fight. I don't care about the human story. Exactly. It's just one of those things. But, yeah, no, I was... What was I going to say? So, like, yeah, the basic story is Sonic is apparently, which I guess is kind of par for the lore, is, like, the only super speed hedgehog on his homeworld. So he's is hidden away by a, an elder owler. I don't know. Like the Obi-Wan of Owls. The Obi- oh, yeah. He even says that. The Obi-Wan of Owls. <laughs> that was a pretty funny reference. Then, you know, like, like he gets discovered. And so he's sent to Earth as a child, too. So he's been there for years. Um, So he's not new to Earth. Yeah, he hides that. Is it Montana for 10 years? Just yeah. hide, has a little hideout spot and just kind of keeps to himself. But... He's fast enough. Nobody sees him. Exactly. Except for that old man. Exactly. Which was a great bit. Trying to catch him. I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, I I guess, so I guess, yeah, he's been um, watching the Tom character and his wife or girlfriend. I think they are married. Maddie. Tom and Maddie watches them, like decides like, hey, these are fun people. And just kind of, yeah, always watching them. Yeah. Finally, one day he introduces himself to Tom and, uh, yeah, well, he's in his garage, yeah, hiding, and that's when you know Tom finds him. Yeah, which you know it's a pretty simple story. Like, yeah, he's hidden for ten years, gets upset, accidentally like has an electrical discharge that cuts like EMPs like the power for like the Pacific Northwest, and then he's on the government <laughs> radar. Has, has an episode. <laughs> yeah, essentially, like he's has like a, a weird like PTSD flashback episode of just being so lonely. Then he creates a huge energy pulse and then he's on the government radar and then he has to leave. And that's what kicks off the whole buddy road trip storyline. 
Fun stuff, though. What did you think of uh, Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik? I honestly, because I heard so many people like, oh, man, Jim Carrey's just being Jim Carrey from, like, the 90s. So I was going in, and I'm like, all right. And I'm like, well, I didn't, like, I didn't, I liked his character, but I thought we would just get more, more from him, like, more crazy, zany Jim Carrey. I feel like if they do a sequel, that we will get more. I think so. And I think at this point, I mean. Because, I mean, is it? I don't know. I don't want to, we won't give any spoilers away yet, but there's, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Okay. But yeah, so I'm like, hopefully in a sequel, we'll get more. Cause like, he's kind of like towards the beginning, he's more of like a regular scientist, a little weird, but regular. And then you get like, you know, a transformation of his character into the Dr. Robotnik. Like that's more cartoony from the actual like games and the cartoons. I guess one of my favorite sequences was, uh, on the freeway. When he's trying to track him down, he sends the you know robots after him, and anyway, it just gets like smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller because they keep like defeating it. Then it busts something else out. It's kind of like Batman's tumbler has the bat pod inside of it. Right. <laughs> That's got something else inside of it. That's got something else inside of it. To finally get to like the little helicopter one. Yeah, which I thought was hilarious. Like, Ooh, this I do cute. like his line when he's just like, "Your tax dollars at work." Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> As he makes all these machines. Yeah, I thought that was a great scene. Um, well, again, like you said, like Sonic, I had fun with Sonic and his banter with all the different characters. I enjoyed, for the most part, the human element, like, it's, like you said. I mean, I guess if they're there, they're there, but I'm here for Sonic, not for the human element. Yeah, I, I thought the humans are fine. You've got a couple, and uh, you know they're thinking about, you know, he's a, a cop, thinking about leaving town, where they want to move to San Francisco. Yeah. Or he, from- he, he gets a job there. And his wife supported him, like, yeah, let's uh, let's move out of this tiny little town, and we'll go from Montana and go to San Francisco. Yeah. Which, what was up with her sister? She hated him off the bat, and I'm like, why is it, why does she hate him so much? She's like, divorce this guy. Come on, divorce him. She just, I mean, it's just like the classic case of just like, I don't like him just because. Like, that's all they gave well, like, his what? sister. Like, they talked about in the movie how he, he worked two jobs to put her through veterinary school. Right. And... Yeah, like I don't know, he like helped her out quite a bit to help her like fulfill her dream, if you will. Doesn't sound like a bad guy to me. I know it's <laughs> they just live like, in a nice house. <laughs> I know it's just like, one of those things that's just like divorce this guy. It's like it's, I don't like him just because, and that's all her character is. Is I don't like. Yeah, your she she was annoying. Yeah, the more I saw her, the more annoyed I got by her. Yeah. Although when they were at her house, did you notice uh, what the kids were building? Lego. Other than Lego. Uh, I don't remember. They're building the Saturn V. Oh, they were? Yeah, okay. they're building the Saturn V, which you oh, see yeah, yeah, over yeah. here. Okay, cool. <laughs> little Easter egg there for you. Nice. <laughs> but, uh... Um, so, well, uh, where were we? <laughs> I don't know, where were we? Um... Where were we? I, don't I know, guess we're just talking about all the other characters and stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. But, yeah, but, yeah, but yes, I, th- I thought the humans were likable in general for the most part. Um... Yeah, the dialogue wasn't completely sharp, but whatever. No, yeah, like it's, again, it's not like Pixar quality children's movie where you're like you're as an adult you're like I'm watching a quality film. No, no you're you're pretty much aware. Like I was pretty aware the entire time that oh, I am watching a kids movie because this is like some dialogue and some of the situation. Like this is just utterly ridiculous, just so ridiculous. So kids will recognize that it's ridiculous, so they'll laugh. At, and that happens at times, but overall, like it didn't really like destroy the movie. Going like it's just 
It is what it is. You see a PG movie as an adult, there, there you know you're... There are some fun you're... laugh out loud moments. I mean, I think most of them involve Dr. Robotnik, but I overall, so, yeah. pretty good. Um, the Sonic character, his speed was a little bit... Um, what's the word? Unreliable. Like it... Not unreliable. Uh, what is the word? Like Inconsistent. Inconsistent. Yeah, or... he has the classic, like, they do it with the Flash, they did it with Quicksilver in the MCU, like... When the plot demands it, all of a sudden he's not paying attention, so something can happen to him. Because <laughs> if, you know, if he was 100% aware and could, like, fully run at his speed without, like, any sort of, like, issues, then you couldn't ever catch him. Well, couldn't ever catch him. The tranquilizer wouldn't have hit him. Right. Just, there's just a lot of things, like, you know, because he does have it. We'll talk about this in spoilers, but he does have a Quicksilver moment, which, love it. Yeah, which was fun. <laughs> but, uh... 300 miles an hour looks like a top speed at first via radar, but then in one scene he r- runs the coast and back. Yeah, essentially like running the speed of light. Yeah. So it's like, uh, okay. So it's like they use it when Very they inconsistently. Wanted, yeah, yeah, where they want to do like cool, like cinematic stuff, but then, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. It's just like you have to take it with like the flash and Quicksilver and the so, same thing shall we go into spoilers here there's not too much to spoil but let's go into spoilers let's go here. into spoilers so yes if you haven't seen the movie yet check it out it's fun especially if you have kids take, take your nephew take, take, take your kids. niece take your children yes forever you're a little too young for movies still but we'll take it soon enough God, yeah man, i can't wait to take him to movies yeah like <laughs> it's it's, so it's definitely not a draw like it's not a drag if you're watching with your kids or just by yourself yeah so moving on to spoilers here what was one of your favorite scenes daniel so, like we said, my one of my favorite scenes is when they're riding down the highway and he's blowing, like they're blowing up the sm- the progressively smaller robots. Mm-hmm. Um, that and I really did like the bar scene. The bar scene, yes, that was my favorite scene. Probably the whole movie was when yeah. they stop at this biker bar. That whole scene I thought was just great. And yes, that's when he has this quicksilver moment. Yeah, and I thought it was awesome and i thought the song that they chose i don't know the name of the song but it's just like my boots when i go run and go click boom 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 or something like that i don't know the song that they played while he's in like his quicksilver montage yeah, they didn't put on I earbuds like quicksilver funny. but no. <laughs> no it was pretty fun to watch him yeah just rearranging everybody's scene like getting his friend out of danger putting him like taking him and putting him at the bar putting the what was it a not a moose head but like it was a, like a bear head on a top buffalo of head or bear head yeah on top of the one guy yeah Tying pe- oh, I think my favorite part is when he uh, TP people like mummies. Yeah, <laughs> that was. Hilarious. I just thought it was funny because like in the instant, like as soon as it speeds up, everybody just falls over because he takes care of the entire bar. <laughs> Good moment there. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I did. I, I did like. Like I said, I like the chili- sequence and I like the song that they eat chose. Some chili dogs too, which I. Which, I, if I recall, he ate chili dogs in the game. That's like his like one of his mainstays. Like he loves chili dogs. <laughs> From what I understand. So, yeah, I thought that was funny. That's awesome. And they had a few, like, nods to the games. Like, there was the Chili Dog moment, which I recognized, but also Green Hills, Montana. The Green Hill Zone is the main, like, Sonic's homeworld in the games. Oh, okay. And there was actually even, like, something that was kind of meta when the crazy Carl or whatever is like, I've seen the blue streak. And he holds up a picture. Is actually a meme that circulated of just, like, a child's drawing a sonic that's just really awful oh really <laughs> yeah so that was actually from straight rip from the internet oh funny <laughs> that's funny i'm trying to think of some other good scenes and sequences i don't know what did you think of the uh i did i did like the uh part on top of the skyscraper when they're falling and he throws them into a barn 
Yes, I actually that thought funny. that was hilarious because he's like, you're surrounded. Then he pushes them off the edge. I'm like, I didn't expect him to do that. No, I didn't either. <laughs> and Robotics even like, I didn't expect him. I didn't expect that, but I did expect to see something I wasn't expecting, so it doesn't count. Yeah. I'm still the smartest guy ever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I That was actually pretty great. You know, the cheese getting up to it was just like... Yeah, like, oh, is that your kid? No, it's not my kid in the duffel bag. Yeah, that part was like, uh, yeah, I know. You saw it in the trailer. You saw it. It wasn't. It was even less funny. It's like maybe we should call security. No, no, but nobody security. does anything. Like you let the police officer, with get you gave him clearance, even though you called him out. Like that's a Montana badge, right? Yeah, we came from Montana. Yeah. Okay, so we're still gonna give you the clearance to go on the roof yeah yeah it's just i mean like i said which i feel like if he's that fast he could probably run up buildings but who knows that's something i was expecting him to do was like is like oh you have to right i, I, I thought I, of the exact I figured same thing. when he's when they showed the building i figured he was just gonna right up there yeah anyway it was fun to see him fall and him throw the ring and throw him in a barn on a bunch of hay that's, yeah that was pretty good but uh yeah fun little um climatic scene here with him and uh dr robotnik uh let's talk about these end scenes okay so he sends Dr. Robotnik off to the mushroom world. Right. And that's where we see him shave his own head and basically become Eggman. Yeah. And Professor that Eggman. was awesome. I thought that was great. The mustache and everything. I loved it. Yeah. No, I thought that was great. And you did. S- I'm surprised now that that was the end credit scene. I'm surprised they included that in the trailer. Oh, did they? Yeah. I they don't included remember. that in like, I think it was the first trailer. Okay. Well, uh, whatever. But, you know, I thought that was fun. He, like, he's stuck on the mushroom planet, which I always thought made me think. I guess that's actually in the, the Sonic games, but I'm also like the Mushroom Kingdom. Which, if, if they do a sequel to this and Jim Carrey comes back as that character, I could see him just being even more crazy scientist loony, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I think we're in for a, a good treat there with what you were talking about earlier. Yeah. And then there was another after credit scene or mid credit scene that was very mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, what's the character's name? His name's Tails. Tails. And he's okay. a fox. So we see a fox emerge from the planet on the Earth going looking for Sonic. Yeah, which, thank God, this movie had a strong opening weekend. So I'm like, I think, especially with that second teaser, or, yeah, the second teaser with Taylor, or Taylor, Tails coming out of a portal or a ring. It's like, oh, Sonic's here. I'm like, okay, because that opens up to, like, Knuckles and I forgot, I think, I forgot the pink one's name. Uh, but there's like they have like kind of a crew, okay. So and Tails is obviously part of that, and he was in the Sonic, the original Sonic games too. But I was just like, got me kind of excited. I'm like, oh, this is this is kind of sweet, like to build this little universe for Sonic. And with the strong opening weekend and overall positive reception, I think we're gonna hear pretty soon that they're we're gonna get they're gonna green light or green light a Sonic, Sonic sequel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd say do it. Why not? I think if they really, especially if they get a good team of writers, could really top this one. Yeah. You can bring back the original characters, you know, bring back um, Tom and his wife, um, Sonic, of course, and we got the new Fox character. Yeah. Jim Carrey, bring them all back, and let's just do something new. And especially now that you've established a universe, you can just go, like, balls to the wall with the zaniness of like weird video games like Eggman can play it up you got Tails you got Sonic you know introduce at least one more of his crew would be cool I'd like to see Knuckles yeah I think we could have some fun with this yeah 
All right. Well, so I guess we talked about our favorite scenes. We talked about a lot of good likes, um, dislikes. Yeah, I don't know. As far as like biggest surprise go, I don't really know if I got a big surprise that happened. I don't know. I was. I guess my biggest surprise is that the end credit scene already teased Tales in a sequel. That, like, that I wasn't I'm expecting like, oh, at all. So you're so like, cool. you're going in. I'm like, that cool. That's probably my biggest surprise too. All right, Daniel. Well, yeah, overall, grade-wise, I'd probably give this a solid B. It's a good B movie. Same. Like, I want to give it a solid B. Like, it's not an A-plus movie. I was very aware that I was watching a kid's movie. Right. Still definitely made for kids, but fun yeah. still. Yeah. But yeah, I, entertainment wise, I think eh, say seven out of ten. It was still pretty entertaining. Yeah, no, I think we're pretty much re- like in the exact same like solid B seven out of ten. Like it wasn't overwhelmingly entertaining. It drags a little bit with some of the human characters that just don't seem to be memorable yeah. at and all. I, I would still say if you're thinking about seeing it, eh, just go check it out in theaters. It's it'll be fun. Might as well give it some support. It was a fun movie. They listened to the fans. They did a redesign. And gave us the Sonic thank that I goodness. think, because thank goodness, because yeah, imagine watching it. Oh, and plus, they nailed it with the hour and a half. This movie oh was, yes, this yes. movie was two hours. Oh, that might I'd that probably, might take it up to a B plus. <laughs> like if it was if this movie was two hours, I probably would have gotten tired of it. But it was a quick hour and a half. I'm like perfect. In we're out. We're good. Miss that so much. <laughs> I know. Uh, so only with trailers, I only spent two hours in the theater, which is right. nice. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, there you have it, folks. Two Bs and seven out of tens for entertainment for Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Gotta go fast. Check it out. Go fast. All right, Daniel, let's move on here, and let's get into our Rotten Tomato gambling. Okay. So this past week, I think we bet on Sonic. Oh, yeah. I think we did. If I can find it. Yeah. I know, I know. Apparently, I usually write it down. Okay. So, last week, Jordan and I actually bet on the Sonic movie. And at the time recording, there was no Rotten Tomato score. Jordan bet 50%, and I bet 42%. Because, I mean, we were hoping for the best, but... With movies like this, like still it could, a video game movie, still a video game movie. Um, but yeah, so as of right now, with 160 reviews, it's gone down a little bit since they announced the Rotten Tomato score, but it's sitting at a 64%. So still certified fresh. And I think like this isn't a terrible movie, like I think it should stay fresh. And what does that make? And that makes Jordan the winner. Mm, it's been a minute, yeah. All right, yes. Well, give me a minute here to think of what I'm going to assign you. Fair enough. I spent a lot of time mulling over what to assign you last week because I just did not have any good ideas. I don't know. What do I want to assign Daniel? Before we get out of the winter season here um, and you start going off and doing better things, but give me two seconds here. Mm-hmm. Jordan consulting his movie shelf. All right, I got I got one for you. I think it's time, Daniel. I've teased this one for a little bit. I think it's time you finally watch Nocturnal Animals with Amy Adams and Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, enjoy. I will. I've been meaning to watch that one for a while. You've told me about it. It's on our digital library. Watch it with your girlfriend too. Be curious what her thoughts are. 
Yeah, what is it about? Yeah, you'll find out. Okay. I'll pull up the premise real quick. Jake Gyllenhaal does a lot of like indie and kind of like weirder, darker movies a lot of the time. So yeah, this came out 2016 already. Yeah. A wealthy art gallery owner is haunted by her ex-husband's novel, a violent thriller she interprets as a symbolic revenge tale. So yeah, Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, Michael Shannon's in it too. Nice. Isla Fisher's in it. Ellie um, Bamber's in it. There's a, there's a few good ones. Okay. Enjoy. Sweet. Nocturnal Animals. Lock it in. Awesome. Right. Lock it in. All right, Daniel. Let's do this week's game. We got to pet on this week. Should we just do Call of the Wild? Yeah, let's do Call of the Wild. New Harrison that... Ford movie about a dog. Another dog movie. It just didn't. The CGI for the animals just doesn't look good. That looks very like it's just. We shouldn't be having that. See, even for a cheap movie, we shouldn't be having that what, type of what's, CGI. What, what's anymore. wrong with the old uh, methods as far as just like Homer Bound used? Like, I don't know. All right, Call of the Wild. I don't know. Could be a good movie. I doubt Harrison it. Ford. I mean, did he pick a good script? Did his agent send him a good script? I don't know. I mean, Harrison Ford is. I don't know. He's already got more money than he knows what to do with, I'm sure. Yes. All right, Daniel. Hang on, hang on. I haven't written mine down. Okay. I really have no idea, uh, but I don't think it's going to be great. It could surprise us. I said 48. Hmm. See, I was being a little bit more generous than what I was with Sonic, and I put 57%. Very specific percentage-wise, but... We will see. And then let's see. So Call of the Wild. Just because it's based on a critically acclaimed book does not mean the movie will be the same. No. Hopefully Dune is like that, though. I really am looking forward to that. I guess, so I didn't know this. I thought Dune was just a single book. I guess it's a small series of books. Oh, it's a small series of psychotropic, like, nightmare fuel. Like, it's very high like high sci-fi. Okay, because I said Barnes and Noble the other day, looking at it, and they they have like one book that's got like all the books together, and I'm like, I should probably just buy this. It probably looks like a gigantic encyclopedia. Yeah, I like I should buy this and just take it home and start reading. Yeah. So, Call of the Wild, sitting with 46 reviews, is actually fresh at 70 percent right now. Okay. All right. And that's right. only 46 reviews, so I feel like that's probably gonna go down a little bit. But we'll see. Chances are looking good, though, for you. We'll see. All right. Well, let's wrap it up here, Daniel. Um, so, yeah, next week, there's really nothing that we were too excited, too, to, excited see, to see in theaters. Or willing to see. Or willing to see in theaters. So. Yeah, there's a lot of limited release coming in the next two weeks. So, hopefully, some of that will come in our area. But that's always a crapshoot. Right. So, as far as mainstream films. Like, there's a horror film sequel to a movie I've never even seen or heard of. Yeah, exactly. And, I'm like, and they got a two coming out. So, I'm like, eh. And again, Daniel and I just aren't into the dog movies. No. So, yes. We, so with uh, No Time to Die coming out, the 25th Bond film, we've decided to go back and start watching some of the, you know, the Daniel Craig series up until that point. So, we're going to be back next week with the throwback episode for Casino Royale and quantum assaults that's right so yeah quantum assaults look for that next week and yeah i think that'll be fun to talk these two bond films and then we'll move from that in the weeks to come into the ones daniel has not seen i know because i got lazy or that was like unfortunately skyfall fell into the years where i just stopped going to see movies at the theater which is fucked because i really i had seen skyfall in the theater 
I'd yeah, be cool if they brought him back. But yeah, I might go see Goldfinger. That's me playing a theater nearby here soon. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. I got to get going though because um yeah, I will be going to back to work soon and won't have all this free time. I know. All right. Well, where can they find us, Daniel? You can find us online on Instagram and Twitter, movie underscore Bruce. Let us know what you thought of Sonic. Think it should have been faster, not fast enough, faster. too long, not long enough. And uh, yeah, let us know. Should have stuck with the old design. Just yeah, let us know if you really wanted Sonic, and unfortunately, eventually Tails would have looked like that too, right? <laughs> so we'll see. Think Mario Kart movie would be a good idea. Let us know. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, I would that... like it. And like, sorry. Now I'm just thinking, like, just imagine that like movie Death Race with Jason Statham that came out like ten years ago. Oh gosh. Yeah. Just imagine that, but like Mario Mario Kart. Kart. <laughs> oh gosh. Just, like, that would oh man yes yes that would be amazing like we're just go to the different track worlds of i don't know just Just combine all these track worlds i mean you fall off the edge like people get just like slaughtered because rainbow road where yeah you can fall off the edge easily oh man that'd be amazing i would love to see it let's hope they do like if they're making a new mario move do make a sequence where they're racing in mario kart that would just be i would hope so be amazing how could you not all right well, thanks, everybody, for the downloads. Uh, we're seeing our numbers go up, which is awesome. Share the podcast with friends. And if you're on iTunes, give us a five-star review, just because. And we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers! Cheers.